What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. It's your boy, Ant Wright, your host of Michigan State of Mind. Um, what a weekend. What a weekend. Um, I do want to, I do kind of want to open up with an apology. Um, I am sorry to a lot of people uh, who felt they had to choose sides. Um this past weekend, and that's not fair to you. It's not fair to anybody, and um, I do apologize for that. <clears throat> I just felt that you know some had to be had to be said because a lot of people don't really have a voice on social media. Um, I don't have a huge voice, but I think uh, I do have one of the bigger ones among the Michigan community, and you know I used it. And um, for for those who want to kind of kind of jump on the jump on the whole thing of you know I don't care about you know this illness or that illness like that is like that is the most insignificant part of this whole thing like the most insignificant part for those of you in my corner, I'm going to say my corner, so my side, because I see it and I can't sit back and correct everybody. So that's why I came out with that one tweet that said, you know, you know CFS is real and based on everything that I've read about it, it sucks. It does suck. It is real. No, I do not think that that was a crutch to con people out of money. Um... I think all of that was real. I think it was, I think it's all real. I think it is still real. I think he's still dealing with that and, you know, um, hope he gets better. And, um, you know, I've, I've talked to other people who are either dealing with it with themselves, um, dealing with it with a loved one. And, um, and some, some, some people have to make like life changing decisions like um, this one guy, you know, he was living in, in Kalamazoo with his family, with a great job. And um, his wife just, you know, I'm not sure if it was CFS, but, you know, she would get so ill at certain parts of the year. You know, they packed up everything and they moved to Florida you know, just, just, so, just so she can go better. Um, so this stuff is real. And I get it. And for those saying that, you know, it was all fraudulent, that's not the argument. Like, I don't think that was fraudulent either. Um, it all comes down to, you know, treat treat people, treat people well. And uh, super old saying, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated. And um, it is really hard. It is really hard for me to sit back and see people go out of their way, put up money, sometimes even big money. Whether you have it or not, the fact that you had money and you decided to not give it to your family, your kids, um, you took it out of your house and you gave it to someone who needed it. And I'm glad you did. It doesn't matter how much he made. That it does not matter. 
He could have made two grand. He could have made 300 grand. It didn't matter because people, people stuck their necks out for him. I also don't care about what he spent it on. A lot of people are you know, showing equipment he got and all this stuff. That stuff doesn't matter, honestly. You, know, you gave him money, you, he spent the money. Like, that's just how that works. What I have an issue with, what I have an issue with is the fact that there, there are, there are, like, there's, there's a lot of people. I don't know how many, but there are a lot of people. I got a lot of tweets, DMs, and texts um, just showing what they've done. There are people that are giving themselves up to help someone. And the response is to disassociate yourself with that person completely. And you know what? A lot of people were hurt by that. You know, and that's and that's not being soft. You know, it's called having feelings. Like you don't need to go about your life just acting like a big hard ass. You know, people have feelings. They have they have feelings one hundred percent. And when people stick their neck out and they do a deed that makes them feel good too. It's not just about helping someone. It's like, wow, you know, I have the ability, I have the means to help someone, whether it's giving away $5, $5,000. Like, it's like, I can afford to do this. I can afford to help someone out. And I feel, and I feel really good about that. And in turn, you get disassociated with, you don't get a response you don't get any type of gratitude. Now, granted, he doesn't owe you anything. I understand that. I totally understand that. But don't reach out for help. And don't reach out in that regard. And then you get that response, but you give nothing back. Um, that's what struck a chord with me. Because a lot of people were hurt. Um, a, lot, a lot of people were, were very, very hurt. And... I, you know, I'm, I'm not a hard ass. Like, like I hurt for them and, um, you know, I have feelings and, uh, I felt really bad. I've, I've felt, I have felt really bad for about a year, a year and some change. And, um, and I should have said something sooner, no harder, but you know, like, it kind of built up over time and I saw a tweet and I'm just like, this is like the, the perfect setup for it um, to call someone out. And it was like two, three in the morning. It was, it was late slash early. Like it was, um, yeah, I mean, I just feel bad that I knew I was going to get a pushback. I knew I was going to get some type of response, but I didn't know it was going to divide people so much. If I knew that, I would have done it a much different way. I don't like the dividing because um, we're all you know, we're all on the same. I'm not going to say we're all on the same team, but um, we all have similar interests. Uh, we want Michigan teams to do well overall. Uh, you guys know I'm a Cowboys fan. <laughs> I'm a Cowboys fan, but at the same time, like I automatically hate Aaron Rodgers because I've been in Lion Country for years. <laughs> so um, I want Michigan teams to do well. Um, we all want the Maize and Blue to do well, and it sucks that there's so much inner fighting um, this past weekend. And it got ugly. Like it got really ugly. And like I feel that I was, I was responsible for starting it. Um, but there's a lot of immature people out there that that can't that can't converse uh, without the nastiness, and that's really really sad. Um, so 
I am sorry to those who felt that they had to pick a side. With me, you don't have to. You do not have to pick a side. Like if you're new and this is your first time listening to me, just know this is how my 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 Twitter works. This is how my social media works. So right now I have. Let me count. Um, I have. 18,400 followers, okay? 18,400 followers, and I can definitively say I could easily have double that. And I'm not saying that to be arrogant. I'm saying that because that's going to set up the the next thing I say. Um, Not everybody can handle being on my timeline. Why is that? Because I am very opinionated is one. Two, I welcome all opinions and debates. Only thing I ask for is, you know, try not to name call, try not to get personal. Um, But when you guys are in these debates, I read them, even though I'm not like interacting with you guys, um, because I just, I just can't because so many threads pop up. But I read, I, I read as much as I can. Um, Not for my entertainment, well, a little bit of my (laughs) Entertainment, but a lot of it is for um, my own education. Because maybe someone brings up something that I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, I like that. That makes a lot of sense. Doesn't matter what it's about. It could be about basketball. It could be about football. Um, it could be about. Um, it could be about even like politics. Like politics. Don't get mad. Um, you know, I fall in probably like like moderate. Um, I do have some left-leaning ideas. I do have some right-leaning ideas. Um, but I call BS whenever I see it. Now that's just how that goes. You know, one day Trump can have Trump can babble about something, and, and I'm like, this is word vomit. It's unprofessional. Unprof- then the next day, you know, I could talk about. What I said the other day where people was going on me about my right-wing talking points. Um, What was I talking about? Give me a second. I got to go back and look at that right quick. Uh, He tweeted me. Right-wing talking points. It's like right-wing propaganda. Oh, when I said, yeah, about the whole Vince Vaughn Trump thing. Like, Vince Vaughn is talking to the president of the of the United States. Like, and p- people on the left were losing their minds. I'm like, that is so stupid. Like, first of all, you don't even know what was being talked about. Second of all, it's a conversation. If more people just sat and conversed, I mean, how much better would the world be? There's this misconception out there about so many things, and it's all because nobody wants to open their mouths and have a, a conversation. So that's what you expect from my Twitter. So don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to speak out, because I guarantee you others feel very similar to the way that you do. And maybe they can open your minds up um, more in depth, or maybe they can maybe adjust something as well too. So I welcome everything. I welcome everything, and um, and yeah, if 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 I you know people say like I did that for for uh, followers, are you crazy? If 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 I tweeted for followers, I would have so dude. It is unreal. It is unreal. I tweet for myself. I tweet for content. I tweet for people who are open minded. I tweet for people um, who enjoy me. And it's not about where I went to school. It's not about this or that. Uh, people who enjoy me and just know that I will converse with you. You know, as long as you keep a level head and you're chill. Um, but please participate in any thread that is being started or any opinion I'm. I make whether you agree or disagree, please. Um, you give a lot to the timeline. I cherish your opinions, uh, whether I agree with them or not. Um, so yeah, 
I just felt that I, I had to kind of clear the air and just give out an apology to those who felt that they had to choose a side. You don't have to choose with me. I don't care what you think. I don't like, I don't care. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, if you agree with this group, you agree with this group. I don't care. Like, that doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is that you are able to share your stance without feeling personally attacked. Like, you are allowed to do that, okay? And I'm not going to block you for it. <laughs> All the people I block are people on Twitter with the same name as me because it's annoying. And super petty, but you know that's that's just that's just me, man. So um, I really I I I really look forward um, to the rest of this hoop season. I look forward to you guys really chiming in. You know, just don't be afraid. All right, I'm gonna get right into the mail mailbag right now, man. Oh, oh, the last thing. Um. I'm kind of glad that that happened because there are a bunch of narcs, a bunch of feds just laying in the weeds who just couldn't wait to pounce. So I'm glad I got y'all up out of here. All right, mailbag time. <clears throat> Lucas Whitney at L-U-G Wit is a baked potato from Wendy's a light snack. Why would you get a baked potato from a fast food joint? That sounds disgusting. Uh, Austin McBee, McBizzle24, um, good question, okay? Do you think all the incoming freshmen next year could hurt team chemistry? There will be older guys playing a lot less minutes next year. Absolutely, especially if they're really close in talent. Um, that could hurt chemistry. Uh, remember when the Fab Five came into Michigan? Um, then there were a bunch of upperclassmen too. Uh, there wasn't really an issue when those freshmen were starting, because their talent was way superior of the upperclassmen. Uh, I don't think that's going to be the case next year. I think there's going to be similar talent. Just because one, you know, the upperclassmen are three or four years older, so they have that maturity to close the gap a lot. So, um, and they have more like grown man strength. But yeah, most definitely, it could. It could hurt team chemistry, but at the same time, uh, Jawan does have to instill what he wants to do for the future of the of the the uh, program. The upperclassmen have to get with that, um, or they unfortunately can't be there. Eli Brookstan at EJK nine hundred two. Will Katie and Kyrie get a ring together at some point? I don't think so. I don't think they. I don't think they blend well, well enough together. Um, I don't think so because the teams out west are, are going to be just too good um, and too strong. And um, I want that for Karis. You know, I want that for Karis. But um, but uh, I don't I don't think so because the west um, the west is really is really legit. Cal Kuipers. At Cal Kuyper's worst state between Utah, Nebraska, and Arkansas. All right, so this is something else for the for the newer people who are in here. Um, we have a lot of inside jokes. So if you're ever confused on the timeline, something that doesn't make sense to you, um, just ask. So if you just followed me in, in, in like the last few days, and um, and it's you and a person who's been following me for like five or six years. If I say Arkansas, that means something different to you than it does to the person who's who's known me for like five years. So Utah, okay, so I, I had a viral tweet go out with, with Donovan Mitchell, and Utah jumped all over me, and they were in my mentions for like three weeks with pictures of Red Rocks. So I got in a fight with that state. Um, Nebraska, uh, their basketball team went 13 and five in the conference, but they had a really trash resume. So I argued with Nebraska fans for like a month straight just to be right per usual, um, that they won't get in the tournament. And then Arkansas, um, that happened, uh, 
really just like I didn't really at anybody, but a tweet got out where I where I said you know a Michigan target was considering Arkansas, and I said you know they haven't gone to a Sweet Sixteen since 1996, and they haven't done anything really. Like I'm not sure why you would go there. So Arkansas on Twitter is really prevalent because that's the only thing that they have down there. That their their school. That's it. <coughs> like they don't have pro teams down there. They don't have anything. Like all they have is Arkansas, and that kind of sucks. So, um, so yeah, I got into it with Arkansas people for a long, long time. Now, whenever I can, I kind of take shots at them. So the worst state between Utah, Nebraska, and Arkansas. I think Arkansas has moved to number one. Uh, they've moved to number one. Didn't think that that would ever happen because of the beef with Utah and Nebraska. But, yeah, Arkansas, definitely number one. Uh, B, at B underscore Eds 517. If MSU doesn't win the Big Ten this year, uh, what team will? Really good question. Uh, I don't – I just don't see Michigan State not winning the Big Ten. Um but for the sake of your question, uh, I'm going to have to go with, which, you know, don't laugh at me, but it's going to be probably, like, I've looked at these schedules. I'm, I'm going to go back and check right quick, but I'm going to say probably Iowa. Probably Iowa. Uh, they're sitting at 4-3 and three right now. Um, they have to go to Michigan State have to go to Illinois and they have to go to Maryland. Um, but outside of that, I mean, there's, you know, they should be able to finish out the season very, very well. I don't believe in Rutgers yet, but Rutgers would be probably my next one. But I just, I can't get my head around saying Rutgers winning the Big Ten. Because um, they play Michigan twice. But one is at the rack in Piscataway. The other one is at MSG. So that's pretty much two row games for Michigan there. Then they go to Maryland, go to Ohio State. Um, they don't play Michigan State again. You know, they avoid that. Um, they only play Ohio State once. So, I mean, I will say Rutgers and Iowa have the best schedules moving forward uh, to win the Big Ten if Michigan State totally craps the bed. Um, but that's so weird to say. But, yeah, Rutgers or Iowa. All right, we got Nate Jankowski uh, at Nate J underscore 23. Have you listened to the new Eminem album? I have. I have. I have. Um, I like In Too Deep. Darkness and Marsh. Um, Darkness was like a throwback type of Eminem style and a little nostalgic. I liked it. I mean, overall, I mean, he he kind of, I'm not going to say he sold out, but um, he didn't, he didn't, like, if he had done more songs like Darkness, I think I would have liked the album a little bit more, but uh, Into Deep, Darkness, and uh, Marsh are probably my favorites. Cody Gore at Seago to Go. Who do you think ends up finishing in the top five of the Big Ten? Um, Michigan State. Indiana. Maryland. Iowa. And Rutgers or Wisconsin, which sounds crazy, but I think those are my top five. Mike at Lord Ballsmore, um, if you help someone, does that entitle you to determine what they do with that help? Absolutely not. I think I touched on that earlier today. Um, no, no, it doesn't entitle you. Uh, to anything, you've given them help, you give them whatever, um, and and they used it. But if but if you help me like move 
Like, you know, just help me move furniture in the house. I'm not going to throw you out and slam the door. <laughs> you know? But everyone's different. Not everybody has etiquette, unfortunately. Mayan Dahan at Mayan underscore Dahan 23. Growing pains are expected with the first year head coach and a depleted roster. But do you think we make the, the tournament? And as of right now, what's your predictions for next year's team? Uh, first of all, the, the roster is not that depleted. I mean, you have guys who have um, deep tourney run experience. Um, yeah, but do we make the tournament? Oh, it's going to be. They should. They should. Because there's a lot of quad ones left. Um, hopefully, Lee Livers is back soon. Look, if they go 9-11, and 11, uh, I think they're going to have a shot. If they go 9-11 and 11 in conference play, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Uh, if they go 9-11, and 11, they'll be fine. If they are looking at 8-12, and 12, um, oof. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be real, real tough. So let's see. Let's look at their schedule right quick. So to go nine and eleven, you would need seven more wins. You need seven more wins. Where can those seven wins come from? Home against Penn State. I'm playing devil's advocate here. Okay. All right. Home against Penn State. Let's say they go on the road and beat Nebraska. That's two. Um, let's say they go on the road at Northwestern and win. That's three. Uh, let's say they beat Nebraska at home. Let's say they beat Wisconsin at home. That's five. Split with Rutgers. That's six. Then from there, you have to beat Illinois at home, beat Ohio State or Michigan State at home, uh, Indiana at home, go on the road and beat beat Purdue. That'll be tough. Go on the road at Ohio State or at Maryland. I think they can get there. I think they can get there for sure. Um, and then they'll be like right around like a 7-8-9 seed in the Big Ten tournament, uh, hopefully winning their first game. Um, then that'll give them another bump up. But the league, if you look at the net ratings, uh, they are really, really good for the Big Ten. Remember I tweeted I was like only four or five Big Ten teams are going to get in? From that tweet, I want to see like the record over the next like three weeks because they totally flipped. They totally flipped. Yeah, if you look at the net ratings – they're in the top 50 net ratings. This is as of right now. The top 50 net ratings, there are 12 Big Ten teams. 12. The only two outliers are Northwestern and Nebraska. So there are a lot of quad ones and really good quad two um, type of you know wins out there. Outside of the Northwestern and Nebraska, I mean, every game – you know, helps your schedule, whether you win or not, honestly. Uh, it helps because you're playing good teams. Strength of schedule is going to be really good. Um, like playing, like it sucks to play Rutgers in Piscataway and then play them again in Madison Square Garden. Yes, it sucks, but it doesn't suck as bad because they are a good team this year. Um and they don't kill your schedule. So um, I do think I do think they will make the tournament. They just needed to find about seven or eight wins somewhere. And predictions for, for next year's team, I have no clue about the chemistry. I, I, I don't even know who's coming. I don't know who's leaving. I don't know who's being purged and processed. I have no clue. Um, maybe ask me in like, I don't know, like July or something. Griffin your face at Griffin your face. Is there a realistic chance five star power forward Brown could commit to Michigan? Um, is there a chance? Is going to be it's a very very low chance. But if he does commit to Michigan, I mean, yeah, I mean, if there's a chance, like yeah, for sure there's a chance. 
Um, his dad came came out and pretty much said, you know, hey, um, we're not just gonna go on a visit for no reason. The kid is from Austin. Um, the kid loves Texas. Every crystal ball says Texas. So I mean, if he goes to Michigan, it's gonna be because. Uh, Jawan said something that Texas just could not offer. Jesse, at 78 grams, what is your son's vertical jump measuring at currently? <laughs> not high enough, but we're working at it every single day, man. Multiple times a day, getting his legs strong, getting his neck strong, getting his back strong. Um, I just can't wait till he starts to talk. That's going to be a lot of fun when I get to, like, kind of like probe and see what they're they're uh, thinking about. Um, Michael Pruitt, M. Pruitt 6188. Bro, why is your people on your head like this? <laughs> Seems like MGO Blog would not be acting like, well, Michigan fans, to be honest, to one of their own. Uh, I mean, uh, anyone who came at me sideways, I mean, they pretty, pretty much got dealt with. Um then the others, they, you know, feds, they go soft and, and just block. Um, and please mind you, people were on their heads too. The only thing is that they end up blocking. You know, that's what soft people do. So M goes soft. That's what that is. Malay, Moody, Moody, at Moody Malay. When will Trace be making a guest appearance? Whenever. When. Ever, whenever, he'd probably hang up like 10 seconds in because I heard his feelings or something. But whenever, dude, whenever, I don't run from confrontation. I don't run from something that I don't agree with. I think that's soft. I uh, think you're weak-minded. Uh, you shouldn't run from things that... No, you don't like like ooh, I don't like that ooh, I don't ooh. The more, the more, I mean, like the more differing opinions opinions that you have coming at you, uh, the more well-rounded you are. If you want to hide in your little bubble, you're never gonna grow, ever. So yeah, anytime, open invite, whenever you want. Basketball school <laughs> at Ben Pritch 00. Do you think Livers will go pro? I don't think he will go pro after this year. I do believe that he should uh, go through the NBA draft combine uh, because of his height and his shooting. And, um, you know, seeing how the way that guys are getting drafted, you know, he could find himself in like the second round next year, like late in the second or. One of those guys who are undrafted but still finds their way on a team because of his shooting ability and his size. Um, but I I don't think he'll go pro this year. Um, I think he has the ability to be like the Jordan Nora kid from uh, Louisville. Uh, and he's just not there yet. He doesn't rebound it yet at a, at a high level. He doesn't defend yet at a high level. Once he does those two things, I think you'll 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 see his stock just start to skyrocket. Uh, the Jose Texas Bandito, that Eric Betts. Uh, I think it's pretty safe to say we all drink the Juwan Howard Kool Aid after the battle for Atlantis. Um, now that we are at this point in the season, what is a realistic expectation moving forward in terms of postseason play? Also, congrats on getting active. Appreciate it, man. Um, active. So today is going to be day 50. I haven't worked out yet, but today's going to be day 50. I am so excited about that. I'm so excited to post about it. I don't care what the weather is. I'm doing a mile outside. I don't care what's going on. And you're going to see me out there in a blizzard or it's going to be, I don't know. But uh, today's day 50, and I'm so excited about it. It feels like we just started. Um, but thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, in terms of the Juwan Howard Kool-Aid, um, I didn't drink the Kool-Aid as much as others. One is because when they were in Atlantis, they shot the blood out of the ball. Like when the basketball goes in, basketball, basketball looks really easy. And, uh, I think people saw that like, oh, this is going to continue. Like there were top 10, like in field goal percentage and three point percentage, 
Like they just don't have the personnel uh, to keep that number up. Um, that's one. Two is that it's really hard to judge based off of no, um, no scouting. Uh, it's really easy to scout teams like Gonzaga because they have stuff out there from the previous year. You know, in North Carolina, they have stuff out there from the previous year. Really hard to scout a Michigan team who doesn't miss with a new coach who's never coached a game in his life coming into this year. Um, so now that we're at this point, uh, realistic would be, you know, you'll really try to get Really, really try to fight between a five, six, and a seven seed. Really try to fight in there. Right now, Michigan is ranked uh, 29 in the NET. I believe that puts them at the highest ranked eight seed. You want to avoid that. <laughs> you want to avoid that. Uh, you don't want to have to get into a tussle with a one seed if you if you win that opening round game. Um, yeah, you don't want you don't want you you don't want to mess with that. Um, really fight. You want to get in the NET like 28, 27 or higher uh, just to get in that seven range. I say seven this year because I don't think the two seeds, the two seeds this year are like three and four seeds of previous years. So I'm not that worried about the two seeds. Um, but there are some teams who are playing very, very well who could be in one. You want to avoid that eight, nine game. So get you know, really fight, win some big games, fall to that five, six, seven seed range. Even that five seed range, those twelve seeds are mother efforts. Um, but still, five, six, seven. If you're right in there, um, you you have a really legit shot of you know going to a Sweet Sixteen and you know competing for a Final Four. Benny at Benny Ayers, how many Big Ten teams will make the tournament? Let me look at my NET ratings again. Um, ten. Nine or ten. Nine or ten. Um, like there's 12 teams in the top 50 right now, but it's going to come down to what those guys' strength of uh, schedules are, what their you know quad one wins are like, what their quad one records are like. Like Minnesota, like they're 06 in like – with their 06 and road. Like I really did. I wish this had, you know, quad one rec records, but um, yeah, I think like nine or 10, nine or 10 teams have a legit shot of making it. And that's wild. Packers 2020 Super Bowl champs, <laughs> Jack P. Barons. Um, would you rather have Kenny Nunn or Marcus Smart for the next five years? For the next five, oh man, depends on my team because they're two different players. Kendrick Nunn is a heck of a scorer. Um, Marcus Smart is more like a do-it-all type of guy. He's more like a Swiss Army knife. So it's hard to answer. Like what does like a team like the Pistons need? They probably need a guy like Marcus Smart. Uh, if you're looking at a team that needs more scoring, you go with Kendrick Nunn. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's I don't know. That's loaded. All depends on the uh, situation for sure. Rick Moody at Moody 31. When his liver's coming back, do we miss the big dance? Chances of livers goes pro. Uh, kind of answered some of these. When his liver's coming back, I think like one to one to. One to two weeks, within a week or two. Um, do we miss the big dance? No, I don't think so. Um, chances livers goes pro. No, I don't think so. I think he does entertain it, but I, I do think eventually he comes back. Um, yeah. Bobby Fox, at Real Bobby Fox. Any idea why Cole Bajima isn't playing more? He's looked pretty good in limited action. Honestly, something's got to be going on in practice where, you know, he's, he's just not picking up on things. Uh, I'm not completely sure why um, why he hasn't gotten an opportunity. But it's 
it's got to be something where the coaches just don't trust him. But at this point, honestly, like I like if if you're if you're like if you're in winning time and you're out here putting in Davis and Teske to go win the game for you, I mean, there's there's something else going on with that, and I don't know what it is. Uh, Thrill Matt Gower at Thrill Matt Gower. Best Oak Hill teammate and best high school player from Oregon you played? Huh. That's an interesting question. Best Oak Hill teammate um, based on careers, I mean, probably Kevin Durant, uh, but best on, but like, but based on when we were in high school, uh, Ray John Rondo was, un, was unbelievable. So I'm, I'm going to have to go with him. And best high school player from Oregon you played? I don't know. That's going to be between Kyle Singler and Kevin Love. They were both pretty good. Tom at Tom A. Woods underscore. How much do you think the three-guard lineup should be used now? And how much do you think it should be used when Livers is back? Um, the three-guard lineup should be used more, um, like way more. Like we can't do a two-big lineup. Like, if you go, if, like, Johns and Wagner should be your four right now. Uh, Nobody else should be the four. If you do go to another four, put in Nunez at the four or Bajama at the four. Just just don't go to the two big stuff because that net rating for this year is really bad. Really, really bad. Just don't go to it. Uh, stay with the stay with the three guard lineup as much as possible, and um, livers like within one to one to two weeks, I believe. Uh, M go Chris at ND Chris twelve. When do you start your new gig as an M go blog contributor? <laughs> oh man, oh man. We hey hey. I will say this. We did have something planned a couple years ago where I was going to, um, like, partner and team up with them to do, like, like a bas- like a really small basketball expo type of deal um, down in Ann Arbor. I forget it was going to be, like, during a game, like, or like a tailgating experience or something like that. Um, never came to fruition, but uh, we were in talks at one point. Michigan's armchair QB, armchair QB underscore UM. Here's my question. Are you using brand new equipment for your podcast recordings? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but um, the the network who I partnered with sent me stuff for it. But uh, you're funny. Sherpa Scott at the big squeak. Will Nebraska make a deep run in the NIT? They will not make the NIT. They will maybe make the CIT or CBI. Uh, I just don't see them making any type of postseason tournament. Ryland Raithmeyer. Ryland Raithmeyer. This is at. Can Michigan turn the defense around and get back to, to how it was playing in the Bahamas? No. Uh, I think it was, um, no, like I said before, I think a lot of that was, you know, from having no prep days of scout. Now we won't have that situation until the Big Ten tournament. Um, but still, it's just one of those situations where a lot, a lot of teams didn't know much about Michigan going into it, but now you know, people kind of know their tendencies, their strengths, their weaknesses, and all that. Um, but the Bahamas, they shot the lights out like they shot the ball very very well their confidence was super high and they were still a bit of a mystery they were still a bit of a bit of a mystery but um i don't think they they can get back to that i just don't see it this year go blue seattle at go blue seattle thoughts on jimmy lake saying uw so washington will send michigan home with a bunch of l's uh i mean I didn't see that, but you being in Seattle, you probably have better access to it. 
I mean, he doesn't have a court. He doesn't have a quarterback. He's a a new coach. I mean, I'll be very disappointed if Michigan loses that that game, man. Uh, they should go out there and win, honestly. Ron Chen at Swaggy Chen fifty one. What aspects of how Jawan is coaching do you think he needs to continue to work on? What are some of the early questions you had about Howard that he has answered? Um, the coaching part that he needs to work on is the end game stuff. Uh, there's a lot of stubbornness. It's really hard to be stubborn, and he's more um, he's more reactive. Like he's like he's not making he's not making end game decisions to really test the other team. I just feel like he's being very, very reactive to what the other team does. Then he adjusts. Not adjusting, even when things are going well, adjusting to keep the other team on their heels. Um, the road, the, And the rotation, I just don't think he has, you know, the game manager type of um, – just doesn't have the game manager type of mindset yet. Uh, I think he – he thinks a little bit too much like a player still. And um, he just needs to get into that game manager type where he's making some tough decisions at times. Uh, but he feels that's what it takes to win this game. Um, so the early questions, well, one of them was recruiting. Because uh, even though he was very, very um, – People say, yeah, he did the, the Fab Five and all that, but he really hasn't been around college in you know, years. But but he has shown that he he has the work ethic, he has the drive, and uh, you, know, you know his recruiting in year one. Like like people don't understand. Like he had to catch up to a lot of to a lot of other teams who have been recruiting these guys for like. One, two, maybe three years. Um, that's that's like the biggest, like holy crap, <laughs> like this guy is really doing this right now, and um, that part's super cool. Next part is okay. Those guys are here now. What are you gonna do with them? Develop them. You can't just win based off of talent. Teach them how to win at the college level. Um, how to win at the college level. Like, are these winners? You know, so um, that's going to be the next thing that we kind of see once you start getting, quote, unquote, his guys in. It's going to be pretty interesting. Nathan Bauer, Bauer underscore H underscore Nathan. Uh, I'm new to your content and also relatively new to, to basketball. Who do you think will leave after this year, whether it be, you know, uh, whether it be the pros or as a transfer because of the incoming class, Livers and White and Wagner, uh, or maybe just one of them, some young guys who want some PT. Good question. Welcome, Nathan. Uh, always welcome to share and you know, talk and um, share your opinion. Uh, who do I think will leave? Uh, I have said before I don't like speculating names out of respect for people, but I will say this that I'm not afraid to say. Um, I think Wagner and Livers, I think both will come back. That's one. I think Johns will come back. I think DeJulius will come back. And I also think anybody out of those four, do not be surprised. Do not be surprised. Don't ask me questions about names. Outside of outside of Johns, DeJulius, Livers, and Wagner, outside of those four, I think anyone is game to not come back. Dilly at Darren Dilly sixteen. How is Susan? <laughs> Ooh, man. Oh man. Twenty eighteen was a lot of fun, man. Uh, Susan's doing well. She's you know staying out of the. Uh, she she hasn't started any type of type of drama with anybody. Um, yeah, she's doing well. M. Lakuta 6, at M. Lakuta 6, when will Ace be on? Whenever. Whenever. Literally. I'm down. Whenever. 
whenever. Please share your thoughts, share your feelings, I'll share mine. So I'm always up to converse, always. Always. I'm always up for a conversation. Rain Hernandez at Bringer of Rain. Uh, who do you think transfers and or leaves the program if the freshman class increases? Uh, pretty sure I just answered that, but I wanted to get to every single one, every single question today. Um, I, I, I'm not going to speculate names, but Wagner, Livers, DeJulius, Johns. I think outside of those four, anyone is fair game. Anyone. Anyone. Dan Robinson at DJ Robinson 07. Do you plan on making a Michigan blog? That is really interesting, man. I'm not a big writer. Like, I'm really not a big writer. Like, like I've written in the past, but I'm not, like, I'm not a Quinn. Like, you know, like Quinn, what makes Quinn a great writer and what makes, like, Nick Baumgartner a great writer and what makes, like, all these guys great writers is that they can take their words and put it on paper and you can – you can feel the emotion within their words based on the words they use, based on placement. I have a hard time doing that. So that's why I I have a podcast is because so you can hear my inflection. You can hear my voice. That's why I like streaming games. So like my tweets can come off as funny and my tweets can come off as, you know, snarky and all that. But when you guys hear me live while something's going on, you guys understand like how I really feel about something. So do I plan on making a Michigan blog? It will never be a Michigan-based blog, no. Um, it would be more like an ant blog, if anything. And I will have people contribute if need be. But and then I may, you know, post my my uh, pod in there or my streamer information in there and just let people just let it rip. But outside of that, um, I'll have to look more into it. But I'm not going to be that guy because um, I don't do it well enough. And I'm not going to act like I do. Um, I do need to get better at it. But, you know, that's why guys like Quinn and Baumgartner do so well. And, you know, even like Vanini, the guy from Michigan State, uh, he does a, a great job too. Um, those guys just have a way of putting, you know, the way of putting you know, words on paper and then you can feel the words. It's not just words. With me, I write, it's just words. You can't really feel what I'm saying. With them, you can. I I can't do that yet. Thank you guys for listening in. As you guys know, SeatGeek, promo code AntWrite. Go on there, your first purchase, you get $20 off. We've saved so much money this year. Um, and I'm all about saving you guys money. So if you go on to SeatGeek, any concert, game, event, um, you know, put in my promo code AntWright, you'll get $20 off your off of your uh, purchase. So thank you guys for listening and, and uh, coming in. I'll talk to you guys soon.